Hello everyone and welcome to It Is In Us Now. It is in US Now, a podcast that encourages deep thought, inner reflection, positive vibration, benevolent opinion, selfless intent, self-awareness, the freedom to experience and express, belief in faith, and the proliferation of insightful constructive gems of information. I am your host, Gil C., bringing you this podcast from the awakened U.S. of America. And I am overjoyed and full of gratitude to bring you this episode number 65, season 3. Hello, 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 and hello. I am very glad to be back on our regular podcast. It is in us now. It is in U.S. now. And I just want to say I couldn't stay away for so long because there is much going on. And uh, especially after our short, short, brief, almost not hiatus, (laughs) having had the few episodes of the in-between, the real-time learning segments. We are now going to refocus, regroup, and get back onto some of our usual topics, which some may have noticed in Season 2 greatly surrounded itself with astrology. And this is to no surprise, because astrology is something that has always been an interest tucked into the subconscious of my mind and manifested here and there. But now it feels as though it really wants to be uh, a contender for the conscious, um, you know, a dominant factor in my thought process. And that is very, very appropriate because today's conversation, we will be speaking about the solstice along with a brief, I guess, uh, touch base on the full moon energy and the influence of the full moon energy which just coincidentally passed about a day ago or so. Let's see, we're Tuesday, I think. Yeah, it was Sunday into Monday night that we were officially at the peak of the full moon. So we are definitely in the influence as we speak. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and start with that. Because since it has just passed and the solstice is upcoming... We may as well take them sequentially. So let us take the time to remember that we are all connected. We are connected to each other. We are connected to the plant life here on this planet. We are connected to the planet. We share this symbiotic relationship where... There is an exchange between ourselves, human beings, and that which is life of this planet. The exchange can easily be seen through something as simple as carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide 
and oxygen. So one life form releases one and the other life form benefits and vice versa. So something as simple as breathing oxygen is definitely I say simple in all its complexities of course is definitely something that we need to remember you know when you want to think about the union that we have with our planet the plants and everything that goes you know goes around about on and in our existence so the reason why I wanted to make that point first is because we need to remember that as the planet is influenced and engages other things in our galaxy, it thusly has the ability to affect us. And this is, can, uh, can definitely be seen or is known when you consider the gravitational forces, energetic forces, the quantum forces that surround us. Um, gravitationally speaking, we do have our moon, and we see the influence physically through things like the tides of our oceans, high tide, low tide. This is all reflect- affected by the uh, gravitation of the moon. And when we go into full moons and new moons, these moons provide an influence. And over the years, astrologers, mystics, spiritualists, uh, people who believe in metaphysics have come to find that there is a connection between some of these influences to the point where their studies have taken them to actually discern what these influences could could mean to us as humans, depending on our intent, how we... Um, choose to engage them, I guess, and definitely on where we are, uh, spiritually speaking, as far as our vibrational energies are concerned. So it was discovered or, you know, happened upon that over time, the full uh, people who studied and and, and bore witness to the influence and, and did what they did to get this information, uh, they figured out that the influence of the full moon uh, not only does it um, not only does it I guess I want to use the word exacerbate but I feel like that's a little intense Um, it has the ability to draw things out to increase the intensity of uh, emotions in humans uh, when the moon is full I mean that's where the terms lunacy come from uh, when you uh, I believe when you study or look at things like um, emotional outbursts uh, an uptick in like uh, you know the medical field medical industry uh, they say you know around a full moon Usually, it's more likely for near-term, full-term pregnant women to, you know, (laughs) women would be pregnant, meaning that men can get pregnant, um, 
to uh, to have to go into labor or to have children have their babies. Um, sometimes the emergency room is a lot more uh, active and busy. Um, I know personally, I don't like to go out uh, into like heavily condensed public areas uh, where it's possible for the influence of substances to um, to draw help draw out more emotions. So like bars, clubs, and things of that nature, uh, and. Over time, some of these spiritualists also discovered that a good way to utilize the influence of the full moon is um, they, they put it in the context of of uh, the full moon is drawing stuff out. So you would want to meditate if you're one who meditates or if you're one who um, uses intent or if you're one who even prays because this is all going to be the same idea. Uh, that you're focusing a thought to come forth into your life, um, that you would use the full moon's energy to draw out things perhaps that you do not want in your life, things that do not serve you, things that have become stagnant. This could be ideas, this could be habits, this could be um, I mean, it could be a number of things, you know, it could be, uh, it could be addictions, it could be anything that's not serving the self. And I mean, and the whole trick to this idea, or the whole, um, the way to get this idea to function for you is to remember that when we ask for these things, these removals, you know, these, uh, anything we have to make sure that we're doing it with an intent that's beneficial for ourselves as well as for others around us. We cannot ask to have an individual or a presence or circumstance removed from our lives that may be malicious or detrimental to the well-being or the homeostasis or the path of whatever we want removed. Um, we can't ask for negative energy to be removed in a negative way is what I'm trying to say. Evil does not get evil. Uh, we, you, It'll be a repetitive cycle otherwise. Um, it'll perhaps draw that karmatic tie back together and then removing becomes the obstacle because we're not doing it in a selfless way. That's the whole thing about intent when when a person meditates is the intent has to be honest, it has to be pure, it has to be selfless, um, it has to be compassionate. You know, th- there are so many things and intent has to have faith. Um, there are so many things that are we can't just ask to ask. We have to make sure that we're asking in a way that will not... Um, will not be, you know, detrimental to anyone or anything. Everything has to happen within its pace, within its time, within its contract. That is how intent works. Um, So it's important to consider the full moon influence right now, especially going into a solstice, Um, whether it was the winter solstice, the summer solstice. We are going into our summer solstice, um, just, you know, to make note of that. 
because we have the influence of this moon's energy to draw things forward to draw things out and and one of the reasons why i think it's even more interesting is because the full moon brings light to things it draws things out it draws things out brings light to things in that regard um and then we're going into the summer solstice and the whole idea with that now we're segueing into the talk about our solstice is that um this the idea the, the the grand idea of the solstice first of all for the summer is that it it, it brings forth light and this is physically seen as it marks the longest period of sunlight on our pla- on our well in this in this the northern atmosphere um hemisphere atmosphere hemisphere <laughs> and uh, which is where you know this the southern hemisphere is going to be having its its winter solstice um so longest period of light longest period of day it's the it, uh, it's 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 when the sun reaches its highest point I guess in that sense making it the longest period longest day of the summer first day of the summer longest day of the season and um, there's so many things that go behind the idea of the solstice like it is definitely something that has been revered celebrated worshipped you know contemplated thought about uh for many 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 years this is not something that is um modern i guess you could say it has definitely been in the human span of consciousness many cultures over many years um to where you know monuments have been erected in 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 its esteem and so when i was going through some of this information the one thing that i kept getting from all of these resources which again i will not give my resources because i think it encourages you to go and find out for yourself not to discredit those who have done the legwork um because among those resources i was finding people who were saying like we're stop we stop putting on our resources because you know people are just taking credit for our work i get it you know i'm not trying to take credit for any of this i'm giving my interpretation of what i've i've studied and read and researched and encouraging you the listener to go and do it yourself which is why i don't give my resources um but simple searches i'm just saying you know like you can find it one page two page three page in on a simple search on and in your search engine of choice this information is readily available so i i really don't think the people who who are offended by people giving their thoughts on their research should be offended but hey i get it i understand um anyways so enough about that the one thing that i was getting was uh, it's it's a time of enlightenment. It's a time of awakening. It's a time to celebrate life. It's a time of higher energetic uh, influence on the planet. It's a time to expand consciousness. It's a time of very positive influence. It's a time where 
the internal light of a shine, the time of growth, of fertility, um, and a time of gratitude for for the bounty of harvest and 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 all of that good jazz. Um, it's a time because of its expansion, the idea of expansion, of growth, of life. Uh, it's a time where spiritualists would say that when you set your intentions, you want to ask for this growth, whether it be for greater love, greater abundance, an expansion of consciousness, um, that the, this would be the period where you want to cultivate these intentions because this is the time for all of that to happen. Um, and that you would want to do this through the next six months until the next solstice, which would be the winter solstice, and that would be the dead season. And, and, and we did go through the winter solstice in season two, so you want to know some about that. I would definitely encourage you to go and listen to that podcast. Um, otherwise, wait until this upcoming solstice and we'll speak about it again. This upcoming winter solstice, I mean. Um, but anyway, so back to the summer solstice. Um, I just feel like it's so important because the influence of a higher energy is here, seen through the light uh, physically speaking, these long light days, a lot of energy. I mean, people are active when you think this is time when people vacation. Uh, this is time when, um, people get outdoors, you know, they, they tend to be outside more. So you have that physical idea that the sun is out longer. It's, it's, it shines its energy down upon us. Um, and it, it definitely encourages, and influences activity and we just really need to take that in a metaphorical sense um, and internalize it into the idea of of growing and expansion you know of, of of maintaining an active energetic presence of light and light energy uh it's a good thing you know, uh, especially the idea of awakening and enlightening. Like, I find those to be um, very positive things. I definitely feel as though where we're at in this higher realm of energy, and, and, and just to touch on that real quickly, you know, our, our galaxy is constantly moving in, in this cent- around the central source of energy, the central sun that, that all galaxies spiral around and and where we're where we're at from a galactic physical level is I mean we're constantly going into new areas of space and we are cycled into this into this new higher vibrational energy so i was listening to uh, someone speak about this and and the term that is used is radiation because it's energy radiating you know around us through us on us and uh and and the term had to be changed to 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 energy because i think the human tends to go into a a, a, a context of, of energy, of radiation, I mean, where it, it, it's decaying, it's bad. 
but it's just the idea that energy radiates is is why it's called radiation but no we're in a going into a, a a space in our universe that we haven't been we we normally i mean every space is new for us but every space may contain a certain level of energy a certain vibrational frequency of energy and now we're moving we have moved into this space of energy where the vibrational presence is just higher um it's the difference between static and clarity okay so where we were in a denser energy prior to a certain mark on the Mayan calendar we are now in a higher energy so you're going from a static snowy energy into a more refined or highly tuned bank of energy and I believe with this shift in the newer space of energy combined with such things as the solstice there's a great uh, opportunity for the influence of this solstice energy to be on a grander scale than has ever been witnessed prior to our existence as a whole and even before that like uh, not just the existence of of this current cultural and societal race but of other others before us we're going back to atlantis and lemuria you know there have been other dominant civilizations on this planet that predate egyptian you know predate greco-roman grecian uh you know uh, sumerian there are older civilizations that have lived and resided on this planet and because and i mean this is this is where some of this is developed um when you consider the civilizations of our era you know so starting i believe the sumerians would have been one of the oldest um they got these ideas beliefs and 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 reverences from other civilizations and that was passed on and down to us so the idea of the influence of of these heavenly bodies around us whether it's the moon or the sun or other planets like when we talk about mercury retrograde because uh aha that is coming up within a month um or sooner we have to remember that because there is an influence on our planet there is an influence for us and uh we 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 don't stand alone in that regard um and and i think we have the opportunity to see some spectacular things headed our way um with this gateway of the summer solstice coming i mean these solstices the equinox they're all doorways gateways markers benchmarks for us to take an opportunity to accelerate excel to move forward uh, and expand ourselves you know in in many positive ways the light is extremely present right now 
we're moving far away from dark thought, dark intentions, uh, dark, dark, dark growth, you know, negative. We are moving into a very positive, higher vibrational existence. And this solstice is just one of the beginning where I think they will be considerable benchmarks. The energy present is going to clear and light the path for a very elevated existence to come. So this is a very excited time. I am very, very glad to speak to everybody about this. On this, the first episode of season three, episode number 65. <laughs> and um, I think that is going to be all for this podcast. I think I, we covered it fairly concisely. Two major topics, under 30 minutes. Um, I do want to take this opportunity to say... Uh, that you can continue to expect more conversations on these astrological events um, throughout the uh, se- throughout season three. Also, this season, something to look forward to will be a round of interviews that I would like to bring forward. Uh, of course, these interviews will be for different reasons, um, but they are all with people that I know have known currently speak with um, and they are all with individuals who are near and dear to me so hopefully within the next episode or two we'll have our first interviewee um, and this will be done by uh, done uh, with father elder elder father (laughs) Uh, elder father yeah elder because of the age and father because that's is what he is to me is the parental unit the male parental unit in my family um and i'm very excited to bring that interview because um we learn something from those who are older than us and there's about about almost a 40 year age gap between my father and i and uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting. I just I yeah uh, I have so many things that I want to ask him, um, and I think that it would just be appropriate for for people to have that available, especially those who are younger, because I feel it's become um, it's become part of society to dismiss people of a certain age. I guess it can go both ways, right? Uh, The youth are dismissed sometimes and the elderly are dismissed. So we need to find our happy middle. And I think this is a good way to put some perspective. And not just that, but also to relate to others. So with that being said, I will also include the new introduction full-length song uh, that's so that's going to be on this podcast the song is called velvet and i believe it's one of my oldest songs and uh i, I had a, a acoustic version uh i believe on the bonus episodes for season two i uh i found the original studio track 
and that is what is going to be the introduction for season three. I have not forgotten there will be a live recording of an acoustic set, um, which I am, you know, more than happy to bring forth. It just hasn't happened yet. Lots of practicing and, and demo recordings, but I want to do something a little bit more nice for the actual, you know, um, for the actual, I was going to say exhibition, but I think that's more of like a a visual art term, right? (laughs) Recital? I don't know. Anyways, okay. So with that being said, I would like to thank you all. And uh, again, very, very grateful to be back for this episode 65, season three. Can you believe it? Season three of... It is in us now. It is in U.S. now. So thank you for your listening ears, your light hearts, and your open minds. Until next episode, peace, love, compassion, patience, mercy, faith, harmony, abundance, gratitude, empathy, discernment, joy. It is in you. It is in me. It is in us now. To bloom as night falls, velvet bloom and sun itself no more. Crimson in the air, this place is nowhere. You danced away from me. Because your beauty I 